Hello, my name is Ana Lopez, and this is The Healing Path, your space to heal. I want to create a cozy space for you to land and heal. I am a psychologist, healer, I am a mom, I am a yoga teacher, a breathwork facilitator, I like to eat plant-based meals, and I am constantly searching for resources to heal myself. That's why I have traveled the world, learning and teaching. Together, we will explore healing techniques for your path towards healing and self-discovery. Have conscious conversations, soul work, guided meditations. The podcast includes conversations with experts into the well-being, healing, psychology, spirituality, astrology, and alternative healing techniques. I hope you follow me and let's enjoy this podcast together. Hello, welcome to another episode of The Healing Path. I have been enjoying so much to record these episodes for you. And today I will tell you the story of how I got into yoga and how were my days in the ashram where I would say my journey began. In this podcast, you will know why I began to practice yoga, how is an ashram, how are the days there, my biggest lessons of my days in the ashram, how it changed my life, and if I'd recommend you to go there to an ashram. I got invited by a friend of to my first yoga class. I remember it clearly. It was a Kundalini yoga. We went to after work and I felt immediately how it was good for my mind. Two years ago, I had a really bad car accident, which changed my life. I will talk about that in another episode because it's a whole long story. And I know now that it took me years to recover fully from it. Physically, I still have some problems with my eye, with a metal piece in my ankles, but emotionally I suffered depression for some time and I felt it, it left me unstable with some lack of trust of my body and some insecurities. So when I left that class, that first class, I felt I healed it in a way and that feeling made me come back every day for for the yoga. Uh, seriously, after that one week, I realized I wanted to teach yoga. After one week of going to that yoga, I daydreamed about it a lot. But I had um, I had a, like a good stable job, which I loved at that moment, and I found many reasons why to stay in that job. Limiting beliefs, I know now, right? It, um, two years after, when I literally decided to quit my job, like it took me two years to decide to find strength, to release all those negative limiting beliefs, I decided to quit my job with no plans. I kind of just followed my intuition. Uh, the yoga practice and the daily meditation made me to connect more with it, with my intuition, which this time told me to quit it. And I wanted to have a really pure experience of yoga. I began to search for teacher trainings online. There were there are plenty, there were plenty, lots of them. Most of them were like luxurious, expensive, includes a gym, includes daily juicing, private room, all commodities. That is, that is not what I wanted. For me, that was not um, the learning that I wanted to have. So Mr. Google showed me an ashram in Nepal. And I thought, like, what the fuck is an ashram? At that moment, um, 
Mm, I think the ashrams became more popular with this eat, pray, love, but it was years after. So in that moment, I didn't know what was an ashram. I didn't have a clue. And this was 14 years ago. They were not that popular. The rawness of it, Kathmandu, near the Himalayas, that's what I wanted. So immediately I booked my ticket, contact the ashram, and I was ready to leave. Really, I was just following my intuition. One backpack with the basic stuff, one-way ticket, one pair of pants, my savings, let's go. Why I embarked in the journey. No expectations, no, I had no idea. <laughs> the place was more raw than what I wanted. Zero glamour. Um, it was in a tiny, tiny community run by a family, shared rooms, one bedroom, those that there is a hole in the floor. Um, I was happy. The schedule in the, in the ashram. This morning chants and mantra. Then you cleanse, after that you cleanse your body, like nostrils. Um, then we had yoga class, followed by a breakfast. Everything was vegan. Community work, you could choose what to do at home, at the home, how to help. I decided in that moment to help in the kitchen. Um, then we had free time. There was lots of free time. Lectures, we talked about yoga with this the guru meditation daily, lunch, another yoga class, free time again, and the dinner. And the best of it was the mantras. It was like, it was amazing. The whole community around it was a tiny, tiny, tiny town in the Himalayas. The whole community around came by at night and sang, played the instruments, they were singing with so much devotion, like 30 people in a small room. It, she, I shivered, like I cried. Now I'm talking about it. That was amazing. Um, the energy was amazing. And after that, what I liked to do was just to go to the rooftop and see the stars. Can you imagine the stars near the Himalayas, no electricity? It was just the stars. It was the, the star, sky was full of stars. It was amazing. So that's what I do every day. We didn't have electricity. So when the sun came down, there was not much to do. In the free time, it's not like you watch TV. You, there was nothing to do. So I believe with, between the free time and no electricity nights, these days were, were, were just about introspection. I had my roommate, Marie. I mean, my, my friend, uh, I will make sure she, she listens to this podcast. Um, you know, I love you. You know, you are my sister. And we shared this experience wouldn't be the same without you. You are a sister for me. I hope to meet you someday again. She was my roommate. We shared every night. We talked our dreams, our fears. We manifested many things together those nights, faced our fears. We felt liberated there. Uh, from what? Me? From my life in a society, I felt that I didn't belong. And I was playing al al along, trying to fit in. That's what I that's what I realized the most if I'm in an ashram. And I repeat it again, like trying to belong in a society, trying to be small, to fit in. 
the first weeks were fun, everything was new, boring, as I didn't have much to do with free time, electricity. I realized how much attached and addicted I was to technology. I began to feel angry. Gosh, I could be traveling, eating good food, uh, using a normal toilet instead of squatting. Meditation was tough. I was angry. Angry as an addicted, not having all my facilities. I was addicted to the comfort and to have 1,000 things to do. So like really stopping and not having comfort made me feel angry. I realized this, and it's when I began to feel free. The meditation began to have effects on me, and the time began to be so precious. It was like a process, okay? It was like the first week I was, okay, it's nice. The second week I was angry. Then I realized that, and it's when time became precious. I was healing. I was being with me and paying attention to me. I have no words to explain this, but there was a moment, and I can't recall it vividly, when I realized I didn't have anything material with me, nothing to do, and I was feeling the happiest I could be. I say this, and I remember that feeling I felt I detox from trying to fit in a society, trying to be small and covering everything with being busy and making money. I'm, I'm saying this, and I've I'm kind of feel crying because it was it was amazing to realize that I was the happiest I have ever been in a long time at that moment. I paid for one month in the ashram and I uh, in that moment I didn't want to leave because that meant all of this would be just a life experience and I felt I wanted this to be a la um, my life, my lifestyle. Yes, this place changed me. The experience showed me to be who I really want to be, to listen to myself, to stop, stop trying to fit in. Going back to Mexico at that moment for me meant going back to the same environment where everyone is hustling, showing off the best car, clubbing every night, drinking every weekend, finding joy in material things. That was me, yes. Um, I decided to make this a lifestyle at least for a while right i decided to go i was in thailand before and i knew it was cheap a cheap country that i could literally live one year with my savings so i decided if i want this to be a lifestyle i haven't bought anything i don't i realize i don't need anything so i could easily live one year with my savings as being attached to these um, values that I had now, right? Not spending money, being simple, enjoying the simplest things on life. Yes, you will say like you was in Thailand. Yes, I was in Thailand, but you cannot imagine how plain, basic my life was. I didn't, I didn't buy anything in one year. I didn't went to the movies. I didn't. Um, well, I think I went party once in one year. It was a different lifestyle than what I had before. So um, I was, I, that was my plan, go to Thailand, uh, focus on myself inside, 
not outside, no material stuff. I contacted NGOs and left again with one-way ticket to Thailand to stay true to myself. Do I recommend you to go to one ashram? I believe you don't need to leave to the Himalayas to find yourself. I don't. I recommend you to go for more than a month. I saw people there going sometimes to spend the night, take photos, had experience for one night and then go back to say they were in an ashram. I saw that many times. Does that worth it? If you go, make it a life changer. Detox your mind. Have no expectations and think you will release all what you thought is important for you. I recommend it if you want to change your life. Please don't go if you want, if you just want pictures. This is a life changer. My lessons from my time there is so hard to do nothing after being in our society, which demands us to do more and more and more. Once you release all that, you fall in love with yourself. I fell in love with myself. The mantras are so powerful when chanting in community. When you are connected with your true self, you can manifest all you want. I manifested there my husband. You know something that I manifested now? I mean, what I talk about is about it. I remembered it. When this uh, money ended one year, my parents talk, called me and I bought a ticket every Often I buy tickets for a raffle that's made in my university. I won a car. This is my second car that I won. I have won one previously. I told them, sell it. And I, I extended my journey two years. So I manifested all this because I wanted. I believe when you are uh, cleansed from all the noise from the outside, the manifestations comes easy. Mm. What, but going back, what else apart from manifesting? Uh, when, you are con- when you are connected with your true self, you can manifest everything you want. Um, less is better. That's a big lesson that I got from a time, my days in the ashram. We don't need all those material stuff that we think we need. We don't need much. We just need us. We can manifest all we want. I know I said it before, but... Um, I remember always the guru mentioned this with a smile on his face every time, every day, every time I saw him. The joy is in simple things. It's like, it sounds so stupid that I needed to go to retreat myself for one month to find all of this. But otherwise, I feel in the society with all the noise, with expectations, material things, this would have been so difficult. The joy is in the, sim- is in the simple things. Um, when the month was gone, I explored Nepal with Marie. We swam with elephants, uh, saw wild, wild rhino, swam on dirt, got lost in Kathmandu, slept in a house on a tree, motorbiked across Nepal. That was amazing. And the last days, the last day I saw my friend Marie was the hardest. We got a stomach flu so bad that she ended in a hospital. I was taking care of her. She was bad, bad. The hospital in the hospital there were rats, yes, rats, and she was with high fever. 
and the next day my plane was leaving and I couldn't change it. She was better in the morning and I promised, we promised each other that we would meet again. We did in Mexico. And then I met her in France, in, yes, in France, true friendships last. So Marie, I'm so happy that I shared this experience with you there in, in Nepal. Um, tell me what you think. Ask me anything, uh, comment, and please share this with your friends, subscribe, um, share me in your social media. And I think there was so much to say about my days in the ashrams. Well, I didn't talk anything about yoga. Uh, I got um, I got my first teacher training certification there in Meanwhile, I was there, meditation, it changes my life. What, as I said, like the biggest lessons are the ones I just mentioned before. It was a life changer for me. And later on in another episode, I will tell you what happened after my days in the ashram. Um, thank you for listening to me. I know our time is very precious, so I am grateful that you can Listen to this. Have a lovely day.